On this week's episode of Carolina Sports Talk, we are coming back after a break with our first video show. Let's go! Another all-new episode of Carolina Sports Talk starts now. Can y'all feel that? Can you feel that thing that's oozing out your doggone hands? That thing is beating your doggone chest right now. Can you feel that? Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Carolina Sports Talk. As always, thank you for tuning in on your favorite podcast app. Next time, tell your smart speaker, play Carolina Sports Talk. You can hit us up on the Carolina Sports Talk line, cliff at carolinasportstalk.net. Or to be a part of the show, you can hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, all of that. We out here. YouTube. Let's go. Just holler at us no matter what you do. Your favorite social media networking platform. As always, I am your main man, Big Cliff. Glad to be with you guys uh, on our first video show. For those of you still checking us out on the podcast, we missed you. But before I jump into that, welcome in, as always, my main man and yours, DJ Highstar, rocking with your boy. What's goody, dog? Yo, yo, what's good? Trying to bring some new energy in here. Happy New Year, everyone. Okay. Happy New Year or Happy New Year's. One, it's only one year. Happy New Year. Ah, but this is the thing about it. I'm sorry to get into this so early. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I had to I had to uplift some of the brothers as well. Okay. Happy New Year, of course, because we're in a new year. But the holiday of it is Happy New Year's Day. So people shorten and take the day off. No! <laughs> that's yeah, not shortening. That's being the, wrong. The day is implied when people say Happy New mm. Year's. You give them that grace. You know what? I, I I disagree, but to break the tie, let's go ahead and bring in our guests in the waiting room. None other than from the DJ Blaze radio show podcast, my dog and yours, Mr. Be Easy. What's good, my dog? See, that's the that's one of the He's really in the waiting room. Listen, listen, that's one of the things about having a live show with this hey, with this Zoom in feature. Everywhere on the you look, everywhere <laughs> there's a heart, there's a heart. With the full with the full house <laughs> zoom in. <laughs> All you missing was to look away and then and wave at the camera, my guy. Once again, let's try that one more time. Yeah, man, my dog, be easy in the building or in his building. What's good, bro? I say, Saka say, what's up, man? How y'all doing? My boule. Cool and cool. So check it. Happy New Year's. Dog, we need you to go ahead on and uh, break this tie breaker real quick. Be the tie breaker and break the tie rather. So (laughs) is it Happy New Year or Happy New Year's? Happy New Year. Bing bong. Now watch his explanation. Go ahead. It's not an explanation, but if you notice, if y'all paid attention, because I think we'll get into this a little bit later about Mr. Bayless and semantics. Mm. I love both of you gentlemen's social media posts. But if you paid attention to what I was articulating, I said both are acceptable. That's but, what I said. I said that I give grace to the people that say Happy New Year's. I stopped. I stopped trying to correct them because I'm just assuming that they took the day off of the holiday. And that's where or that's where they you know, what I mean, that's where it comes from. That's where they come from. So. Happy or, New Year. <laughs> or they're just a bunch of folks who just be wrong and they talk. How about because I, I get it. But if, if people are telling you that specifically on 
New Year's evening or whatever, when you're at your party or the church or whatever, versus people telling you that in the first couple of weeks of January, uh-huh. you know, after that specific holiday, yes, I'm wishing you a happy new year. But if I'm in a groove and stuff like that and somebody's drunk and they happy new year's, then I'll just, you know, I'll let you slide. It's not, I'm not indicting <laughs> you on the grammar with the grammar police, you know? I want to hear your argument for people that say, uh, put an S on the end of JCPenney. What's your argument for those? Uh, that's because yeah. that's like like I don't even like bringing up other personalities on this show, but that's like people saying Joe Buttons, yeah, you know saying, or Meek Mills. It's like, literally the same thing. <laughs> it's cringy. Oh, 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 you saying as far as Happy New Year's? Very yeah, much so. Yeah, I see what y'all are doing, but nah. I mean, again, <laughs> all right. Well, all right. So let's let's get one maybe we can agree on. How long is it? too long or what's too late to say happy new year at what point should they stop wishing somebody happy new year well i i say mlk day but i just found out that it's happening mad early this year um (laughs) (laughs) normally i'll say that toward that up until toward the end like around three weeks to the month into the year right so i used to be in customer service and call center stuff or whatever so you know me i'm 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 saying that pretty much running it out until january as like a um just you know a salutation or whatever or a way to greet my clients you know be easy what about you bubba i I really don't care you know um i think you say you can say it as long as you haven't seen the person that year but what i'd hate is the running joke of you work with somebody on that friday y'all come to work that monday hey ever seen y'all here (laughs) yeah 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 so if yeah. i don't see you until october i could be like yo happy new year bro i ain't seen you since 22 yeah and then i look at you like you're in uh, a flaming <laughs> <laughs> exactly now, I'm, i think i lean closer to where you were high star with closer to the one month, three weeks, kind of. Like, like you can't be sick, grouping that in with a Valentine's Day text. Hey, Val- happy Valentine's, <laughs> happy New Year's, happy Martin Luther King Day. I know we hadn't spoken in a while. What's up, though? No. <laughs> you got to start that one off with Hey Big Head. That big, uh, big ball, all-encompassing, yeah. Hey Big Head. But for those of you who've missed us, we missed y'all too. We uh, appreciate y'all letting us take that break for the holidays. Um, it was much needed. Um, I got I got to keep it a book. There was a point in the game where the boy was ready to pack it up and let it go. But you know, what I mean, I got I got some folks who put better in my ear and whatnot. Uh, shout out, where you relax. Uh, shout out to my dogs though, who you know always gonna be that sound uh, wisdom and judgment for the boy. So. We back and we here. We got a new format for those of you who are joining us for the first time watching us on YouTube. Welcome in. We are Carolina Sports Talk. I am the host, Big Cliff, my dog, my co-host, my boy, my frat. Uh, we got my guy, DJ Highstar, rocking with me. And then we also got my Crux merch media uh, <laughs> model. <laughs> <laughs> hey, shout out to the uh, Carolina Sports Talk t-shirts If you ain't done checked it out You gotta hit us up And the link will be in the description on the show For both the podcast and for the video But yeah, go get your Carolina Sports Talk merch Because we out here, Crux Media uh, But shout out to Be Easy too. So we are also in the new year With the newness of Carolina Sports Talk As it is, we're gonna change up the format A little bit on you guys I know we have 
been pretty regulated and structured before, but now we just want to have conversations a little bit about sports. We absolutely want to specifically moving forward, hear your input. We want to hear your voices. We want to talk about what you guys are going to talk about. But at this point, we just on some, we just really want to have sports conversations. And so with that, let's just jump into the NFL. We know the major story of what's going on right now happened um, on yesterday, you know, Monday night football with the suspension of the game between the Buffalo Bills and the Cincinnati Bengals. Whole bunch of different angles for those of you who may have missed it. First of all, what rock were you underneath? But there was a player that was injured during the uh, during the Buffalo Bills and the uh, Bengals game, Mr. DeMar Hamlin, uh, on a, what appeared to be a routine tackle, tackled the wide receiver, went to stand up. As soon as he stood up, it just completely collapsed and fell to the ground. Um, during the time, there wasn't a whole lot that was known. They just talked about how there was some CPR administered, um, and at at which time the EMS came, took him after I think it was nine to eleven minutes of him being on the ground, having CPR administered to him. They were able to resuscitate him, get him over to the hospital where he was intubated. Um, through the night, we found out that he did have a heart attack. It was a cardiac arrest. Um, which was a, a, it's a big thing. It's a severe. We've talked um, throughout social media, as so many of you guys have, about the different circumstances and situations. But, uh, fellas, I want to pose it to you. What were, you, I guess, I know High Star, you and I were together watching the game, but um, this, I'm going to swing it around to all of y'all. High Star, what was your thoughts when, when you saw it happening and kind of your reactions early on? Yeah, uh, again, you, like you alluded to, we was – kicking it and watching the game together um, initially. I, I think initially, at, as everyone thought, you know, this is a different type of injury or whatnot. Um, I uh, immediately thought, and I'm showing my age here, but I thought back to Hank Gathers, may he rest in peace, um, who collapsed. Um, I believe Hank Gathers played for Loyola, um, but nevertheless he had collapsed on the basketball court after a play it was similar fashion like that and he had a he already had heart condition so i i i had kind of went to that when they started uh discussing or showing that an ambulance had to come on the field and discussing cpr and things like that um and this is with all sensitivity to the family all complete sensitivity to everyone uh that's you know related with this man and stuff like that. But my next thoughts um, were quite frankly, certain logistics. And um, I, I, I thought that it was on display of how big a business uh, the NFL is as far as an, an institution in the industry and then how big of a product Monday night football is. So like I was mentioned it to you last night, um, I was thinking, and I hate that, you know, of course on the forefront of my mind, was uh his his you know his recovery and his safety my prayers and things like that was with him but in the back of my mind um i'll be lying if i say that again i didn't have the conversation with you regarding advertising dollars and the fact that i think that these commercials are going to run out and you know just at i studied mass communications at claflin um so it's just my mindset went to okay ad dollars that that have been spent how much commercials you know, and again, even with Booger and Adam Schefter and some of those common um, pundits and stuff like that, they did the best they could 
but at the end of the day, it was um they kept running running the same kind of you know sentences and, and prayers in a, in a cycle almost. So I, I paid attention to that kind of media side of it and and the TV side of it kind of. <clears throat> yeah, be easy. What were your first thoughts? Did, were you watching the game live? Did you kind of pick it up on social media? What were well, your reactions? I was uh, I was playing basketball at you know while the game was like the first start of the game, so I intended to you know watch the game and got home, took a shower, you know was gonna sit down with my uh whatever I had to eat, and you know what I'm saying I was gonna watch the game. Um, but I was looking on social media before I really got looking. It was like they need to cancel this game, this that and the third. I'm like, I was thinking maybe weather or something like that. You know what I'm saying? And then when I saw the you know the people standing around or whatever, I was like, oh, this, somebody must have, must have got hurt. Um, and so I was like, well, they can't wait too long to bring the players back out because at that time, at that point, I hadn't seen the actual injury or seen like the players' reaction. I just saw Susie and. Um and Booger and um Adam sitting there talking mm-hmm. about it or whatever. So I seen it. Then they played a replay of it. Um, saw him falling down. So I I still thought well maybe they would have to play that game, finish the game that night, just because of how late in the season it is. How um, big of a game that was. How big of a game it was. The implications as far as seating and things like that. Because if they with with it being a Monday night game, mm-hmm. <clears throat> I thought that with it being a Monday night game. If they were going to play it again, they would have to play it Tuesday. But then that would, you know, the NFL has been emphasizing player safety, player safety, player safety. So now if they play that game Tuesday, now those two teams will have a very short week to get their bodies recovered and things like that. So, um, and now it's so late in the season to where they can't like move games a week out and this, you know. So I don't know. Those were the things I thought about. And then, um, you know, after hearing them, you know, kind of speculate what happened and things like that, I saw um, one one like doctor said on Twitter was like, I forgot what he called it, but it, it's a certain thing that happens when you get blunt force to your chest mm-hmm. that causes cardiac arrest. And this is before cardiac arrest even came down from whoever. Right. And um, and he said that um, he I forgot the phrase or whatever he said. It looked like it could have been. Um, I thought about some of the other players that have gotten paralyzed playing. And they got him off the field, and the game continued. Um, one of the most recent ones that I can remember was Ryan Shazier, linebacker for the Steelers. They were playing the Bengals mm-hmm. in Cincinnati. He went to make a made the tackle. He, his head was down. He fell. Um, and as he was on the ground, kind of face first on the ground, he was like feeling for his back, and then he rolled himself over. But he couldn't. You know, his legs wasn't moving. He was reaching his arms in the air. You know what I'm saying? And they got him off the field, and they finished that game. Um, Another one when I was younger, I was about maybe 10 or 11. Um, Dennis Burr from the Jets. He was a defensive end. He was coming around. Um, and him and his uh, teammate that was the, the right defensive end, he was coming in. They were going to, they basically were going to sandwich the quarterback. But the quarterback just took one yeah, step up. He took one step up. And it wasn't like he saw them. He just took a step up. And they collided and he broke his neck. Um, and so those are the t- types of things I thought about, but I did remember that they kept the game going. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. And the term that they that a lot, because I also heard that some speculation. They originally thought it was commotio cordis. That's the That's um, it. where it's like a blunt force. You see it often in like hockey and baseball where there's a small isolated pinpoint uh, pressure that causes that heart to stop. Um, when High Star was there, when and when he hit the ground, the way he stood up 
and immediately fell, I instantly thought heart attack. Uh, and, and unfortunately, my first thoughts were, I think this young man might have passed away. I'm glad that he did not, on, and, and we're still praying for him. And, and above and beyond everything else, no matter what the discussions are that we may have the rest of this show on social media, that the pundits on national medias have, ultimately it's about that young man's safety. And that's, that's the prayers that I think everybody has. Um, but it, it, it's scary to have seen something like that and knowing what those players like. I was what, do you, go ahead. what do you feel if you um, T Higgins? I, the, and I'm sorry, I sorry, it's a <clears throat> pet peeve of mine <laughs> for people that follow up the questions with a with a, like an anecdote and stuff. But I, when I was playing in high school, my uh, best friend, he's a quarterback, and um, he 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 busted this dude's spleen or whatever mm. like that on the tackle in like the red zone, and uh, you know I had to, you know that's my best friend, so I had to. Um, the privilege of seeing it firsthand and kind of what it, how it affected him. Cause from, from outside, everybody was like, ah, you know, um, cheering him on or some machismo stuff. And I could see that he was like, kind of shaken back by that. So yeah. if you, somebody like T Higgins, how do y'all feel? I saw, uh, when I was listening to, um, another uh, show this morning, they were saying that, um, uh, the Bengals had, cause his mother was at the game also. Mm-hmm. And they said his mother, come down and, you know, be with him after. So, you know, it's, it's probably some, he probably feels some kind of way about it. You know what I'm saying? Um, even though you, you, he was the person that kind of was getting a hit, but he just delivered the blow or whatever. It, could, it was just a freak accident, but I'm sure he feels some kind of remorse I've for been, that. I've been told that I have a very low, and it's, I don't know, it's wild to me, but that I have low uh, emotional intelligence. <laughs> It's the game. It wasn't intentional. And, and I'm sure, like you said, he feels some kind of way, but he didn't intentionally try to hurt that man. He didn't do anything mm-hmm. to, um, I wouldn't feel no kind of way. I'd, I'd be yeah. like, damn, I'm sorry that he's hurt, but I'm not internalizing anything if I'm T Higgins as a result, because again, he's doing his job to tackle me. I'm doing my job to get, to get him above me. It's a high intensity playoff style environment in a game that we all know the, the, the risks of. I, I'm, I'm not internalizing any of that if it's me. Um, similarly, along those lines, it, it, are some of the reactions that came from the reactions that came from what happened. I know we all and, and, and each of us, similarly to how there's any time something polarizing that happens, we all remember where we are. We all remember our instincts. We've all shared what our thoughts are. And very similarly, um, someone who does this professionally, Mr. Skip Bayless, who tweets, own football games, basketball games, baseball, hockey, anything that's of national importance is his job. And he typically tweets while watching those shows and programs live. He tweeted a tweet that a lot of people were up in arms about. I'm actually going to pull the tweet specifically for those of you who may have missed it simply because um, (laughs) there were some lot of folks who took it a lot of different ways. But the tweet that Skip Bayless put up, not long, again, after having tweeted throughout the entire game and initially showing his response and saying how devastating it was and how the environment was different and all of that, he put up a tweet that a lot of folks had an issue with. The tweet, no doubt the NFL is considering postponing the rest of this game, but how? This late in the season, a game of this magnitude is crucial to the regular season outcome, dot, 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 which suddenly seems so irrelevant. 
Now, across social media platforms, Facebook, Instagram, at Carolina Smellstock, all of these platforms had people arguing and screaming, saying how, oh, he fired him and it's the last straw. Skip Bayless is trash. He's da 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 When in reality, it seems like it's a whole lot of folks who just point blank didn't read what the guy said. Now, anybody who follows me on social social media knows I'm not a fan of his. I'm, I'm, I don't watch him and Skip's show. I might have seen it in totality since they've been on the air maybe three times, and that's not a full three shows. Like, I might have watched clips mm. from them three times. I don't rock with them. Him and like Shannon that. show. Uh, what did I say? All him right. and Skip? Him and Skip. Sorry. Yeah, because BEZ's here, so I got it. Uh, no, uh, here year. we it's go. The it's the new year. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're going to get a, a, little, uh, a little tip jar or uh, a fine jar, and, and we're going to keep it. Even show the counter. We can find a way to digitally do the counter. Yeah. Exactly. I'm uh, magic of editing. There's one for Cliff. But Skip and Shannon's show. Um, I don't watch them boys like that. I don't like Skip. I ain't liked him since he left first take. I, I, he's, I'm not a fan of his. But he wasn't wrong in what he said. Very similar to what he was saying. This is terrible. And in the scope of things, it really doesn't matter. But those are answers that are going to have to be answered. Those are questions that have to be answered. Absolutely. What's going to happen? What's next? Like, this is an important game. This game ultimately can affect the number one seed in the AFC. And and, and we all, if we're being transparent, it's a likelihood that the Super Bowl champ is going to come from the AFC with, with the way that they've been playing ball all year. And so as such, those are natural progressive questions. You can say what you want about not reading the room. He didn't read the room. You can say what you want about the timing not being great. It wasn't great. Even what? he himself has said a lot of trash stuff in the past. I don't have an issue with anything that he said based on when he said it and the track record of who he is and all that has been done. I didn't have a problem with it. Did you guys and y'all can share. I know. I think I know where both of y'all stand. But what are your thoughts right. on what Skip uh, said in the tweet that was enraging all these folks around social media? Be easy. What do you think? Uh, well, you said that uh, he didn't read the room, but I didn't. But you said earlier that he was tweeting the whole time. Mm-hmm. He's tweeting throughout the whole game. Yep. Isn't it doesn't matter the timing? He's tweeting like he's live tweeting. And and um, you know, he read the room. He is the room. You know what I'm saying? So, okay. I, I don't, I, I I really don't, you know, buy that argument or whatever. Um, so let me let me ask you this. Then, so to to because again, because I, I I do want to be fair. There there are those that say yes, he had been doing what he was doing. Yes, he does that for a living. But when there's somebody's life on the line, or when there's this to the level of severity that this was, at what point do you then? just stop tweeting and sit back. Do you do you agree with that or do you say that he is who he is and he's doing his job, he should continue to do so? I mean, in the recent, you know, decades or whatever, people have turned to regular people to be journalists when they put out these false statements mm. and, and fake stuff and it's sensationalized and stuff. But Skip Bayless is a journalist. He's been a journalist probably since my whole life. Literally, you know, over 40 he, years at this point, yes. You know, and so longer than I've been alive, he's been doing just that. It's just you can see it right now. Exactly. If it wasn't for social media, exactly. that same statement would have been put out on the newspaper the next morning. Mm-hmm. Which is, is I said I said it earlier. Like that's what I thought about during the game. Like while everybody was standing around and looking and waiting, you know, that's and and that's probably what took them so long. Um, the NFL trying. Well, I did hear today that the NFL told the teams like, "Hey, it's on y'all. If y'all want to play, 
finish the game. If not, you know, we'll come up with something else. But um Yeah. That's a that's a that was a real question for, for people, you know what I'm saying? And um I don't I, I think people think that Skip Bayless is just a regular dude. This dude's a journalist and the things that he does on the show that make people not like him, he does it on purpose to get the views. You know what I'm saying? He does it on purpose. Like all of the LeBron arguments or this person arguments or that person arguments. Him and Shannon getting into it whatever it was about the Tom Brady thing, all of that. You're absolutely correct. Yep. Yeah. He doesn't um, but and so I realized that I was listening to um Bomani Jones one time and he was talking about how he was a guest on uh first take. It was him and Stephen A. And he was like, he was giving it to Stephen A. You know what I'm saying? The first segment, like Stephen A had some stuff to say, he was giving it to him. Like he was like, Yeah, I got him, I got him. And they went to break, and Stephen A was like, Hey, what you doing? This ain't how we rock over here. Like, <laughs> it's a way we do this thing to make people keep watching. Like, you know what I'm saying? And then he realized how they do the show. What gets people to, to watch like reality TV? It's, yeah, the, yeah. It's scripted reality TV, absolutely. But it's yeah. not scripted though. It's just a way, just to, just like y'all do have a way that y'all do y'all show. It's the way that Stephen A. does his show, and and, and what Bomani was saying was like those guys have been doing it so long until they know, without even saying it to each other, they know how to build up your emotions as a viewer to make you feel some kind of way to make you want to come back. To an extent, um, isn't that still scripted? Although it's not like written down. Once you've got your playbook in order, think about like Gronkowski and um, and Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers and any one of the receivers that he had for a while. There are things that you put into place that say, in this scenario, we do this. If I give you this look, you know this. Or if you we have certain defenses, we know exactly what to do in that instance. That's still scripted because you've gone through practice, through years and or time of repetition to know what to do in that instance so although it's again not a play-by-play step-by-step to an extent isn't structured versus scripted maybe now i'll give you Um, that structure versus script and i I, because i I don't want to well go ahead because i don't i want to allow you to land but i I did want to jump in on the the skip topic like when you said about the uh scripted that's i just gotta you know push back on the scripted because scripted seems make it seem like it's fake when it's you know it's maybe not some wrestling stuff, maybe. Yeah, like, yeah. so even um, instructed though, yeah. structured. Well, well, with well, like you say, and <laughs> yeah, I thought we, about wrestling too. Even with wrestling, they just have well, the Rock is gonna win. Now, how y'all get to the Rock winning? That's on y'all. That's structured. <laughs> yeah, but that's totally different than those two guys making their arguments, but and they're doing it in a way to make it entertaining. You know what I'm saying? So that's the only okay. that's the only pushback I got on that. You know what I'm saying? So I get that. But with the skip, yeah. okay. So my my thing with the whole skip thing is that to me, there's a lot of layers to it that you you know would want to look at. Um, to be easy's point, awesome point. He's he's a journalist by by trade or by nature or by profession. That's that's his. That's what he does. That's his calling. That's his vocation. So. Just the same way like DJs have adapted with um, over time with uh, the the times of how stuff is, you know, being whatever. Um, the same way journalists have had to. Right. So like we were talking about with print that that's had that's happened. And then we were ushered in, excuse me, um, to the blog era. Um, and that was something that right when I was in college that it was kind of being introduced. So I didn't all the way comprehend it at its inception but 
being in that industry, you were forced to adapt to where things were going to. And the thing that a lot of people aren't talking about, well, it's not something for people to talk about, but Twitter is going to be a certain format. It's going to limit you to certain things. Big Cliff, your, your Twitter or any of your social media, it doesn't, um, it, it, it doesn't, it's not in concert with what my, my content is or right. with what the easy content is as far as whatever levels of vulgarity or, or whatever the case is. Like you have a certain reason and purpose for yours. So, as does Skip, his, his exactly. if you look at it, his main purpose for it is on a reporting type of vibe. And then another layer of it is Bomani Jones was live live tweeting at the same time as well. Um, you know, as it got closer in um, after eight fifty five and stuff like that, I think he was tweeting less. And maybe you know, let's keep it real. Like people don't have such a vitriol against Bomani Jones as they do for Skip, exactly. so they weren't looking for mm-hmm. him to be the you know the scapegoat or whatever like that. But he was pretty much saying similar things. He was saying, "There's no way that these players can." finish the game and it it was more it was it was heavier player oriented where it was you know along the lines of if these guys don't feel like playing i hope that they realize that they don't have to get back out there and play or there's no way that these guys he was he was tweeting things like that so you know again because it was favorable to the players as well may have been a reason why he didn't get you know too much pushback but these guys that's what they do during these things and it's not it's not people again that's why i said your twitter is different from mine or your social media is different from mine because they people think that they're just as be easy alluded to regular people tweeting in other words you know, you know what i mean along with all of us it, mm-hmm. and it gets conflated yes but that's the 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 gift and the curse of social media or of where we're at is because people think that okay that's that's like me tweeting with my partner and um about the game or whatever like that when they have a direct purpose behind their tweets and the you know it's again it's it's like journalistic blips almost or or mm-hmm. little bites that they're doing in real they're doing their profession in real time and you know again in the world of journalism oftentimes it's sans emotion and sans you know the sensitivity of because they have to get information out and the information across the story story out yep but see and and that's that's kind of my issue with people from if we go back to the Deion sanders thing everybody got their opinion and because they have the same platform that uh, that a lot of these journalists use although it's not executed in the same way they get it i'm not even gonna say conflated they get it confused that because i got this voice and i got something to say i'm gonna say it you can have a voice and something to say and really not be saying a whole bunch of nothing because mm-hmm. these journalists take the time to do the research even with us what we what we do here on carolina sports talk folks think that our opinions are just exclusively that just opinions not realizing that we take and do hours of research before we talk about anything if i feel like if i say i feel like xyz is going to go such and such and such a place it's not just because, oh, in my mind, that makes sense, so let me say it. It's because I've done research to know the relationships between different coaches and players, to be on Twitter, to know who's in what city based on people saying, oh, I just saw Dwight Howard getting off the airplane in L.A. Like, we're doing the research along with this, whereas where other people are just going off of their emotions and their thoughts and their feelings, and it's like, bro, you can have your opinion, but don't state it like it's a fact. Don't be upset with people who are doing the research and doing their job and just because you don't agree with their opinion, they wrong and they fired like this whole and I, 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 ooh, ooh, 
I almost say this woke culture, but it ain't even woke culture. Right, it's the right. fake woke culture of people wanting to cancel folk just because they disagree with what you feel. Bro, that's trash. It, it, it becomes a loud voice and it's a broad brush to to paint. So I, I try I try my best to stay away from it because it's cringy to me when I hear it on podcasts like um, podcasters just pretty much straight bashing the things that they don't like about the Internet or, or whatever and stuff mm -hmm. like that the whole time. But um, in this scenario, the other thing that you accept, Big Cliff, along with people like Skip Bayless and people that have a larger audience or um, um, a Platform. voice that is amplified is a level of liability and accountability. Facts. You know that you have to say things in a responsible way because of the ramifications that could come your way. So as as the Skip to whereas, you know, again, it might be sensitive to a lot of people at this time. And then, of course, the I'll call it what it is, but the black white dynamic that him and Shannon play on or him and Steven have always played on mm -hmm. that. You know, you don't get the benefit of the doubt now, even though you wear J's and you do this and that you just had the Tom Brady thing happen. So now a black players down. We all worried about him. You know, of course, black america collectively and just you know america period of course like every everyone around the world that saw what happened is worried about this guy but then black america we you know same way that the football players see as a fraternity it's like we almost collectively kneeled and was praying digitally like right, you know across right. the across the web like ain't nobody going you know say nothing disparaging nobody gonna have no funny internet stuff to do trolling stuff that y'all gonna do none of that stuff and people was policing that so heavily that that pushback came on skit when again he literally like, sensitivity aside really said nothing wrong he was thinking and yeah. thinking out the next steps pretty much which i'm sorry to um to keep this longer but which um again we're talking about lack of sensitivity the first people to again, I know that it's we had to wait for official things, but they uh, announced or gave updates on the young man. It was second nature, almost like, of course, the players union, the, the NFLPA and stuff like that was on the line with, you know, the guys out there at the stadium and, and was U University of Cincinnati because they were logistically were trying to figure out how they were going to continue the night. Exactly. Figure out because they were next. dealing with it in real time. So, yes, simultaneously, I can have all of my prayers going up for this young man and then know that I have to, you know, the incident that happened over a year ago with us, you this stuff happened. We would have ideally loved for you to have an ambulance or something like that to be able to go to the hospital. Mm -hmm. But we had to juggle two things at once. We had to logistically get out of the situation. <laughs> and transport you there like right. like safely you know what i'm saying so there's multiple things that can go on at one time where you could still have empathy for the situation right ultimately people be tripping period like <laughs> the, the the whole bashing and and folks getting on here and speaking their opinions like it's facts when it's uninformed y'all if we're going to utilize these platforms of social media and and because at the end of the day, the internet is forever. There was another uh, ESPN analyst that was like, oh, no, you don't stop the game for nothing else. Keep it going. And like, buddy just kept like kept going. The internet lasts forever. He has to deal with the consequences and the ramifications of being wrong. In this instance, 
Skip wasn't wrong just because we said he was wrong. Am, 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 am I wrong in that assumption? Just because, and I say we as a collective, collective people, because we was the ones, we don't like Skip at this point because of what he said to Uncle Shannon and, and how he has been and whatever, whatever they feel. So anything he says or does at this point, it feels like it's going to be wrong and they're not going to be satisfied no matter what. You, it, folks have called me everything but Uncle Tom today based on my responses. And I'm cool with that because at the end of the day, I know I ain't, one. And two, them boy wrong. <laughs> People have very low uh, reading comprehension skills. Facts. Facts. <laughs> when you drop that on social media, bro, I, I wanted to stand up and give you the slow. And, and and it's like that with like everything. Like if you notice like even like watching show like television shows that's like kind of deep where the uh director or the writers of the show don't spell out everything and you kind of have to figure those things out. Like they'll do it and you just have to figure out that this person is dad or whatever. Um and they miss all and, of that. Yeah, they'll miss it. You know what I'm saying? But they'll need a show to where the person will have to have the dialogue saying whatever it is, like it's those, it's yeah. a lot of those people. Um, yeah. It, that's the scary thing about this short form media. Mm -hmm. So it's similar again to if you texting, say you texting like your mother or your wife or something like that, you know, and they, you know, what you want for dinner and you put chicken in all caps, not knowing that, you know, you, you chicken. Yeah. <laughs> Say, why are you why are you so aggressive when you say that you know this is like like you got as a journalist where you would normally have a whole column to do your thing and and or even online whenever it got to the blog stage and you could really do pages and say really dissect what you mean and stuff like that and also him being on the tv show they eat up all of the dead air versus being on twitter you have you're limited and capped out but mm. on TV, he almost over talks on TV, like mm -hmm. got to fill up the space. And then now you tweet and, and all of his stuff. He always is always compacted and trying to like, say the most in a little baby yeah, space. Yeah, he uses the limits, in other words, of his of, of his tweets. It's yeah. it's wild. Um, ultimately, again, as we started off the conversation by saying nothing's more important than the player safety. We want that young man to be healthy. Um, is it? Say again. Is it? Is what nothing more important? Yeah. Oh, so, um, conversationally, well, I, I I will say yes because ultimately, because we talked like one of the things that we talked about last night, the ramifications of this, I'm willing to bet on a low end are in the hundreds of millions of dollars, of that game. and on the high end, I would say at least a billion, just for this one game, for that, for that one game. Because if you think why, about, say again, why why do you think that? If you think about just topically, I got the number higher. The advertising dollars that were associated with Monday Night Football of a game of this caliber this late in the season. If you think about the betting sports book agencies from across the country Draft and across Kings. the gold, DraftKings, Vegas. Um, if you think about fantasy football and amount of money in the different leagues, personally in these large leagues. You got we we get upset or be mad when we lose our hundred and fifty dollar league and there's cats right, out here right. putting a hundred and fifty thousand on all right, all right. on he leagues. Stepped it all over. We <laughs> talked about this yesterday <laughs> and that's <laughs> right. That's right. It really took my hope. Be easy, and that's the only reason I feel comfortable cutting them off. It took my whole vibe. It's but the, yes, the hundreds of thousand was the fantasy. Look at it age. as an iceberg, though. You know right. what I'm saying? The legal, not the legal stuff. I don't like saying the legal stuff, but the. You know, the dollars that had dollars, the commercial um, 
the stuff that's reported or that you can that you can have a paper trail with that's on the tip of the iceberg pretty much now right. underneath that as big cliff was alluding to and stealing from my ip from <laughs> yesterday um you yeah, got boy. all of that fantasy type of bread and and people that still run numbers and do parlays and all of this and that like that's a lot of bread out there that's just unaccounted for tax free you know what i'm saying what going was around it was like seven to three or seven to nothing. Seven to three in the first quarter. That's the score, baby. Who got seven? Who got three? You right. You but now, like I like he was saying, like there's so much stuff, and of course, your Vegas vibes with the live betting. Oh, I I, I bet that Joe Burrow, you know, is gonna like so suspend versus postpone versus cancel. You know, is going to. It's just that the money implications of it all. I wonder how what they'll do as far as records if they don't play this game. Exactly. Play the game again. And that's all Skip was asking. What happens now? Because at this point, if you look, if any of us, um, any, any of you guys play fantasy football out there, and this is Carolina Sports Talk, it's your man, Big Cliff, rocking with my co-host, D, DJ Highstar, and my boy, B-Easy. Um, if you look at your fantasy rosters from yesterday, it just says postponed, and whatever the matchup is, it is. If you lost and you had five players like my opponent did playing, you lost. It, it, it is. It's, it is what it is. Championship week in fantasy, and this is fantasy week. Some people's end of the year was based on that game, and they lost. Like, it's a lot, bro. Stephon Diggs. Uh, uh, what's the quarterback? I had Allen and Josh I had, Allen, and I had Mixon as my running back. So. so- and you see, you but see how like points well, the win, so right. You see like how comfortable, you know. Again, we're we're speaking about this this other stuff that's related to it, and at the same time, we're not bereft of feelings or emotions for, you know, what happened, what happened, you know, as far as in that situation. But though all of these conversations are starting to spill out about everything that would be you know, mm-hmm. related to that or whatnot or related to that situation. I even heard or saw trending yesterday, Owen Hart. Were you were you watching that back when it happened back in ninety nine? Be easy. Oh. Whenever you I know Be Easy was what Be Easy you was thirty two back then ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> you better be glad to say my show. Cause I already know the sound of it would have dropped. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. Uh, nah, I don't. I wasn't a wrestling watch. So, oh, okay, okay. He, he he got injured in the ring. Now he got killed. Yeah. He was repelling right. from um from the Raptors and had like, like the, the little appar- exactly had the little apparatus that was supposed to lower him down into the to the ring and, and then pop or something. Why are you smiling, bro? <laughs> no be easy yes uh-huh. he got the grin on his face sometimes yes. that's, that's some some people's defense mechanisms nah he, he already thought of two different jokes is why he's smiling 27 years ago bro like yeah it, it's not a wound anymore but nah so he was rappelling down or supposed to be rappelling down and it lost tension and it just dropped him down and his head smacked on top, top turnbuckle oh. and broke his neck and he fell back and died in the ring yeah who was he supposed to fight I don't even know if he was fighting it. It was I want to say Blue Wizard or Blue something. He was like this really Make, jokey, why, weird why, character why? that was super Holy? wild, huh? Why? Make, <laughs> you see why though? It was, it was a setup. 
it was a setup, bro. He really thinks this DJ Blaze, you know what I'm saying? He's really really going in. Yeah, for real, for real. (laughs) One thing I wanted to touch on before we jump off of the the game and and, and the ramifications. Y'all talked about the cost and and, and overall um, what it would amount to. A 30-second, and this is based on um, uh, standard media indexes numbers. A 30-second spot for NFL games, and now those are just NFL games, not for Monday Night Football, which is the premium because it's the last game of the week. Everybody in the country is watching it. A 30-second spot for NFL games is $689,193 for 30 seconds. And well, again, I mean, you done paid that money, so. Exactly, That's but there's got yesterday. to be some ramifications because – when, Why people still watch? I was I stayed. I was watching Susie and Booger, and, and but if uh, you notice, they were playing the same the commercials, commercials because because you pay for certain slots. You, you you know the business at the front end. There's a certain cost at the middle between the first and second quarter between halftime. Like there's certain times certain certain time slots that have certain dollar amounts associated with it, and as a result, this one here. Like they weren't playing the same ones over and over. So all those other ones that got canceled, all of the other stuff that was supposed to happen as a result, like all of that money then starts to like, like he said, it's just an iceberg effect. That stuff just keeps going and going and going. So it, I could easily I, see it being a Billy bro. I don't think that part of it is really, um, hurt the NFL too much. Anybody say hurting, like, but decisions need to be made. It's, it's a ramp. Real it's, time. It's, it's heavy. Bro, those the costs associated. If you make the wrong move and say we ought to do this, and then it turns out, oh, we should have did that, and it costs the NFL nine hundred thousand dollars, or a mil, or six hundred mil. That ain't nothing. Come out with another color rush jersey. We'll make that money back. You know what I'm saying? That's nothing for the NFL money. You know. I'm here, you, but guess guess how rich people stay rich by keeping their money, bro. They it ain't nothing to us because they got it, but. Dog, if you got a hundred thousand in the bank right now, somebody be like, "Hey, man, I need four thousand. You'd be like, "Oh, that ain't nothing. Let me get this and give give him four thousand, four hundred thousand, or four thousand. No, I'm still, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm still going. I'm about to book a T that thing just now. But you, it's just <laughs> Vince, he got to Vince McMahon that What's thing. What's up? You need a <laughs> You should have just kept going. You should just mm-hmm. kept going. It is what it is at this point. You know, it's the all new Carolina sports talk. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But no, like ultimately, I don't even remember what I was saying at this point. <laughs> Yeah. Listen, I might look. It's Great. 2023. We it might be what it's gonna be, but it's YouTube. We can get it. Get away with NFL, it. Basically, the prints down on money. So for them to lose money, it, I, for one game, I don't think they'll lose too much money because they're gonna get their money back. Dog, if you got a hundred thousand, I mean, what I'm saying, if you got a hundred thousand in the bank, you just gonna give away four thousand just cause because you got it and it ain't nothing to you. Yep. Cool. Guess what? I'm not gonna do not uh, none of that. Oh, <laughs> So yeah, now nah, I remembered it. I'm gonna go ahead and run it back. <laughs> I, I, did, I did. That's exactly what happened. High Star, you got a hundred thousand in the bank. Somebody be like, "Hey man, I can borrow four thousand, knowing you're never gonna get it back. You giving that four thousand? I'm gonna just tell you like this. I'm gonna tell you like this. Mm-hmm. You pay the way, you pay to play. Sometimes, sometimes the cost of getting rid of somebody. Is a little bit cheaper than having the energy around, or you know, because I want to look at it at you know, we just talk about skipping sharing and all the TV and it's yeah. So I want to give the the other side of that. 
Oh, this brings up when you said his name. Um, do y'all watch y'all? You don't watch the show, Cliff? At all. What about you? I star. Do you watch it? What show? Uh, Skip and Shannon. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, I, I catch most of their clips. Oh, okay, so um, I didn't because I I'm not able to watch it live or whatever just because of my day job or whatever. But Shannon wasn't there today. He wasn't. I saw that. Yeah. And and, and and so I, I I when I say I saw that I, I heard and read the articles because I do read coverage and stuff because it's important. But he mentioned apparently when he started the show, it's like, and as you see, my uh, co-host Shannon isn't here today, so we're wish uh, we're going to do the best we can to move forward. But after everything last night, I don't know how we can go forward. Maybe I'll fail. Maybe I'll be terrible. I'm going to try anyway, and we'll just see what we can do. And oh, that's, say, what, well, that's what Skip said. Never mentioned why Shannon wasn't there. There's some folks that's like, well, maybe he just had a scheduled day off. ESPN, I mean, uh, FS1 was like, nah, we don't know where Brad. We don't know if he's going to be here tomorrow. He literally may not show back up on the show. Oh, what? Okay. But I, I, move for him. I was looking at the traction from the club, Shay Shay, and he's been putting out a lot more content with that. So, ain't yeah, like he's going hungry. Hey, and it's just he handled the the whole. We alluded to it, but he handled the whole Tom Brady thing as professionally as you could. You didn't hear any kind of peeps. Where, where, on the contrary, when Ryan Clark did something similar to Skip, Skip demanded mm-hmm. an apology the next day from Ryan Clark for him to walk it back. Didn't I think Clark, it was I think it was Ryan Clark. He was like, "You never played or." Or was it uh Jay Williams or something like that? Um well Jalen um Jalen did that to to skip, so it might have been Jalen's um, a lot of folks got some smoke with Jalen Rose. Man. It might have been Jalen Rose. <laughs> well somebody that had a list, he was like, So when you were in college Jalen uh, Rose, you you uh averaged uh one point, two points a game. Just that in the and third, he was like, like he was humbly like, Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, roasted yeah. that man personally on it. And see, that's the that's my yeah, thing. Yeah. Personal attacks are different than professional attacks, and they. But uh, this wasn't even a professional attack. That was a. That's what I'm saying. It was a personal attack. That's why he wanted his apologies. But but what he said, but what he said about Shannon was kind of professional, though. It was, which is why I don't see why people got all in their feelings about that. Yeah, I thought it was because he was like you. Because wasn't it that Shannon was talking negatively about? Tom Brady. It was. Like he, it was. Yeah. It was unrelated to me. I think that's the the justification for people getting any feelings. Because what does one have to do with the other? If 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 Shannon is talking and giving good points on why he's having the lackluster season, and it, granted, we we just now unpacked the whole thing about the dynamics of their TV show and why mm-hmm. one has to you know be on the polar opposite of the other and stuff like that. But he was like, at a point, I got you almost. Shannon pretty much is saying, you know, I got you. And if that's a way better player out, than you were, <laughs> if that's your card to pull out. That's like, yo, bro, you mad whack. And then somebody, but I got more money than you. I got more money than you can ever have. <laughs> I mean, but if he got more money, we, why are you mad? But, okay. And that's a fact. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, and Tom Brady is a better player than Shannon was. No. But where, in that context, where did Wait, that even, what did hold that on. mean? Flag on the play. Excuse me one second, DJ Highstar. What was that be easy? Can't say that. Cause they're playing different. No, the thing, but the thing that uh that that Skip said was he didn't say you were he was a better player. I thought he said that you wish you were still playing when you were his age. No, he said no. He he went off and and that's when Skip like when Shannon 
because I did go back and watch that clip. Shannon, he specifically said he started off with the, oh, you just wish you were better that you were playing at his age like he is. Then he started going into that he's a much better player than you were. He was like, I'm in his freaking Hall of Fame. He was like, he's the greatest quarterback ever. And he's not wrong. I don't like Tom Brady, but he's the greatest quarterback ever. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't well, think. Shannon wasn't, it's like Shannon wasn't more or less saying that to go and counter what Skip was saying as far as like we're in a, a argument or a debate about if I'm better than Tom Brady, he was more or less defending himself and, you know, just giving him like, yo, this is my jacket, my resume. Don't forget. Right. Right. Bong, right. bong, bong. But again, like, and, and again, like Shannon took a lot of that uh, personally or emotionally in the moment and addressed it right there in live time. And, and, and you know, again, as classy as he could be, just told he him, like, he right. broke it down to him, you know? Yeah, whatevs. <laughs> Ultimately, we we do again. We wish the young man well, and we're praying for his health. Now, yeah. before we jump off of football, man, I, I do want to talk about the team that has in uh, done so much to break my heart over the years. The Carolina Panthers, who on Sunday lost thirty to twenty four to the Buccaneers, and officially that's what you wanted the whole time. Yes, them to lose to the Buccaneers. So no, 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 no. no. What I how, wanted how the whole time. How they break your heart if you wanted them to lose? Because to the Buccaneers. I fought, I, and, and, and against <laughs> my better judgment, I follow <laughs> y'all up. Shout out to you and Taylor Pollock, my my dog, my church boy, my one of my boys from the church. Y'all was oh no, we need to win. If we can make it to the playoffs, let's win. Man, yeah, that's the biggest first waste of, all, of six weeks of all, that I ever seen. Don't draw a narrative about you know what I mean in all my life. The dog, the people said, can go back and listen to the I didn't show. Say win. I said compete. compete. I said compete. Bro, black, don't worry about it. We can pull it. It's it's out there. You know what I'm saying? It's and I said nothing. I don't mind. I, the the specific thing that I don't want us to do was tank. And I said I want us to compete. Now, whether it, to me, there is something about the football gods. So, however, work hard and you'll figure out how to build up a good squad or whatever like that. It's not got to be genetically manufactured from a factory. And we did this, this and that. And we did this strategy. And so we were able to get this guy. Look, we might end up getting Lamar Jackson. You know what I'm saying? We get Archie Manning or whatever, little Arch Manning and stuff like that. And you, you know. Arch Manning is like nine years away from coming to the league. I don't want to keep seeing mediocrity until grade. yeah. Been in the ninth grade for like the last three years. Nine line, he has absolutely <laughs> been a freshman. The year. number one player in the high school in the class of twenty sixty six. But nah, like ultimately the Panthers suck. It, it is what it is. There were a lot of folks who got Language. some false hope. They are terrible. They're trash. They're garbage, bro. Period. And in twenty twenty three. As I mentioned to you and Patriot Patty yesterday, I think that I'm leaning closer. Uh, <clears throat> I, I'm not even good. I am leaning closer to giving up my fandom to the Carolina Panthers. If, if, Cap. if, n- rest I in know. peace, take off. Cap. Don't a believe of, me, just watch. Play with a it. Lot of, a lot of your Carolina sports talk uh, paraphernalia is of a certain color. Oh, this guy. <laughs> <laughs> And we welcome you. We welcome you. Here's one thing you ain't never got to worry about is <laughs> me rocking that black and gold of some Pittsburgh. Because at that point, Pittsburgh, New England, Dallas, 
Um, anybody who's got at least four championships, I can't be a fan of your team because it would it would make me a, ba- a bandwagon fan. I can't do no. that. I like no. and, and, and look, and you got your little terrible towel out there, but just just know, you know what I'm saying we got our growl towels. You know what I'm saying? We, we, we out here with towels. it. You're not about to disown the Panthers, bro. That looks hard. <laughs> Did you I know, I know where you got that from. Where did I get it from? China. <laughs> China. See, see how it looks like you're going to start towing this line thinking that you're at the other show. I know because you get, you get real China. crazy. But um, so I guess you're saying be easy that that's the real terrible towel. <laughs> oh. oh. <laughs> you know what? I'm I, listen. It's been a while. I ain't been on the boards lately. Wait, wait. I was here all night. I no, was here all night. That's the terrible towel. The terrible yeah. towel. Terrible. Now, nah, yeah. but uh, again, long story less long. With the Panthers, they suck. Anybody who believed that we weren't suck and terrible as they are, have, have was misled. That's- and so we've potentially won our way out of a franchise quarterback earlier in the draft next year. Um, I do not believe that uh, that Wilkes is the coach that's going to be able to take this team to a Super Bowl win. Uh, real quick, yes or no, high start. Is Steve Wilkes capable of winning a Super Bowl with the Carolina Panthers? Yes. Uh, but, hi, uh, what I said. Uh, be easy. <laughs> be easy. Do you believe as an outsider that Steve Wilkes is capable of winning a Super Bowl with the Carolina Panthers? That's our coach. Yes, that's just the interim coach right now. <laughs> he, he ain't gonna be there. <laughs> <laughs> Period. But there are people who are arguing because the players say, "Oh, we like him and we want him." Yes, y'all like him. Y'all like him because y'all like the style. Y'all are comfortable mm-hmm. there. But you are comfortable in mediocre. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I'm not hey, gonna. That's turn what up. I say. See the beads of sweat uh, that's <laughs> forming right now and all that oh. energy. There's no way that you're about to. Dis, uh, you know what I'm saying? Abandon what you're so passionate about right now. Wait, no, bro. Okay, I can't stop that. Say mediocre though. Say what? I can't say mediocre with that head coach because once they got rid of that head coach and got rid of y'all top running back, y'all started winning wow. games. So yeah, watch the first move. So, the first move was showing showing the rest of the team that Robbie Anderson stuff is not going to fly. Right? I'm gonna show my ah, I'm a black man that's coaching y'all right now. Okay, and he got that out there. And then the Christian McCaffrey thing. But yeah, you're right. And y'all just need a, couple, go ahead. a receiver and a quarterback, you know, I think y'all will be able to compete. Well, what I was and alluding some, to with Big Cliff is and some offensive linemen and a coach. What you doc what you've documented here on the show, Big Cliff, that you want to happen with the Panthers pretty much was happening. We were accepting the fact that we were in a rebuilding mode, got rid of Christian McCaffrey, got rid of Robbie Anderson. Rumors was out there that there was gonna be somebody else that was gonna be on the chopping mm-hmm. block. Got rid of the head coach. All right. And then the players competed. And what happened though? From DJ High Star Stradamus? You know, now, we started, now, we started winning conference. I mean the division games. Our early wins were them. against those in the in the division. And so that's and absolutely that's so I gotta give my dog the props and give him the shout out that he in fact said that from the beginning and, and you locked that in. But they were competitive and they were winning games, but they were winning unnecessary games. There is no reason reason we should have went and won against Seattle. Like, well, if you, how if do you, you sound right now, bro? Because there's no reason the, we should have won. Right? No. What you going to tell a professional? You going to tell somebody that's playing professionally and get a contract and get a check every week 
to go out there and compete that there's no reason and has been competing their whole life. Yes. There's no reason we should have. Why do they compete? Strategically, strategically, there's no reason we should have. Why do you compete? Because Why do we play- think that we could have gotten a franchise quarterback. There's a possibility of us getting a franchise and it quarterback. And increase it, it increases that likelihood. Why do you play football? So why, why do any of those players strap up and to play win. to win what? To win the ultimate prize. The Super Bowl. If you're not winning championships, nothing else matters in football, bro. When I talk about mediocrity, I'm talking about seven and nine. I'm talking about eight and eight. I'm talking about four wins this year, three wins. Oh, next year's our year. I'm talking about all this other stuff where these cats are coming in and giving their best and competing and being trash year after year. When you, you, absolutely. Exactly. So you're speaking from no place, bro. So we can't even talk okay. about that. Go. Because Click, watch this. Just as quick. Nah, ain't no just that. Ah, the players play the, the game already. to be able to <laughs> look, they can see us now. The the players play the game to be able to win championships. You mean to tell me that the Carolina Panthers would have rather given the effort that they, the players that are on the roster this don't year, do that though. Don't, they would rather have ahead. given the effort that they did to win the games that they did to fall short in the way that they did, or to have possibly given a little bit less effort to better mm-hmm. position themselves for the future to move forward mm-hmm. and to be Super Bowl champions. Mm-hmm. Is that in what you're telling me? In 2023, I'm going to cut all of that stuff out. You and everybody else that does that makes one question polarizing. So that means that if I don't think this thing, I mean that th- this other thing. No, they don't. Of course, they don't want to try to just <laughs> new year no. me, new me. <laughs> I'm telling you this. Exactly. I'm telling you this. Those grown men are looking to compete and you can't tell somebody that's naturally a competitor. Somebody that's naturally an athlete who doesn't who doesn't um who's not in the general manager position, who's not playing Madden on a video game, Mm -hmm. you can't tell them to kind of dial it back and tank. No, you got to compete. However the chips fall, that's the beauty of sports and competitive sports. However the chips fall, they fall. And you know what? We deal with it. So then what happens? If If we get a superstar talent, then guess what? If they if they choose to leave after their rookie deal or whatever like that, because it's not attractive here or they don't see any kind of winning future, then fine, they choose to do that. But what these guys have done with competing has they have made it a little bit more attractive to play in Carolina to certain people because there's dogs on our team and people see how how that people see that we will not we're not going to fold and pack it up. There's a winning culture that's being built right now that would not have been built if if our record had winning been winning culture and dog. And we trash. Being built We're not up. making there it to is, the playoffs, and now we out of the top are, ten as a result a of the culture. effort. We just now talked about comprehension, guys. We just now talked about it. I said that there is a winning culture that is being built. No, that's all I said. No, you have a a, a competitive culture that's being built. Um, Mister B, I am that's the foundation for one. <laughs> Uh, sir. Look at him, emotional. No, nah, not even emotional. It's emotional. This, is, this is this is logic at this point. Uh, be easy. You are a fan of what team, sir? Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. How many Super Bowl championships does your team Six. have? Six. How many losing seasons have you all had in the last fifteen years? Zero. Zero. They made the playoffs every year. What's been consistent amongst that team during that time? The head coach. He's been black. And the quarterback. <laughs> Steve Wills. You've and, so basically oh, you have a culture that's used to winning, has had generations of winning, and so that blueprint is established and you know what to do consistently. Is is that reasonable to to assume and to state? Oh, it's a bit of luck in there too. Absolutely. Luck definitely plays a part of it. Super Bowl fifty can tell you about that. But 
to an extent, the overall playbook, Fifth. or as as we, uh, yeah, when the Carolina Panthers lost to the Denver Broncos, it was just a lucky night for the the Broncos that night that we didn't have the right cleats and the Super Bowl and the league wanted them to win the Super Bowl for that boy to get out of there with the championship. So that's the luck yeah. I was talking about. But nonetheless, the Ten. as we t- <laughs> as we talked about the structure of certain things, the structure is established in Pittsburgh. That, hey, this is not what we do. When it's wrong, we know that it's wrong. And although they may be cap issues, although the talent may not be there, they know what it looks like to have a winning program. If you look up at New England right now, they know what it takes, but they haven't gotten the right pieces yet. When they had the right pieces, namely Tom Brady and Bill Belichick together, they won championships consistently. Once that culture is established, they are consistently going to be able to be there no matter how good or bad the team actually is on paper. I started this year off by saying that the Carolina Panthers had the roster that if we remained healthy, we would make it to, at the minimum, the NFC Championship. One, we didn't stay healthy. Two, that structure wasn't in place. And that's what allowed me to be wrong, that the structure wasn't in place to be able to utilize Set it. Set up by Matt Rule. But, that, but that's what I'm telling you, and that's why I'm saying what I'm saying, that – Although Matt Rule was in place. The roster didn't stay the same. No, no, no. They didn't get healthy. But even once we sort of started to get healthy, a coach like Steve Wilkes came in with that roster that I said was what we were and was able to make it look like, oh, man, they're better than they were. He came with less than that roster. What? He He came with less than that roster. It's the same players that were there, bro. Even without Christian McCaffrey, that's an addition right. by subtraction because now you got players who you're not focusing on one running back I who's agree. an all-world. So that's part of the scheme that is also I the result agree. of coaching. So that's why I say that Wilkes is not the guy. We need a culture in Carolina to be able to get there to win. I've said it a thousand you, times, and I'm going to continue to say o- it. And you want it overnight. Why can no, I, no, no, it's no, no, not no, no, trending no, 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 in that no, no, direction? No. Or what? What different signs mm, would you have wanted after the th- after the moves that we have made? What different signs would you have wanted to say, okay, we are building up a winning culture versus what we've been doing this year? Ain't the year to build a co- the winning culture because the not even with the year, but breaking it down to the weeks and the games and the, and the way that we've been playing because we've been he playing is not the harder one, to continue to implement what he's doing. Will continue to sit in mediocrity it will continue to he's a good coach i'm not taking nothing away from him and what he's been able to do but he's not a great coach not just period because if you look he had more talent i would i some could argue he had more uh, talent in arizona when he got out there than what he had with this squad this year and he did less with it it was just great coaches are in the nfl say once again how many great coaches are in the nfl it's only a handful if I if I had to that actively head coaches right now, I would say maybe four to five. And so you have a good coach, and you are poo pooing a good coach. I'm not poo pooing him. I'm saying that we need to get one of the great ones. There are now you're you're going to hate this. I know you're going to hate this, but there are some reports out there that Mike Tomlin, if he has his first losing season, as many anticipate that he may this year, even though I think y'all might could still pull it off, but got to do is win one game right Mike got a bunch of crunch cake i don't know what you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> and welcome back <laughs> i got a bunch of crunch cake dog dog <clears throat> all i'm saying is if mike tomlin comes to carolina the whole thing changes if you get a co- if you get a coach like uh 
who's the one I've been screaming I wanted the whole time? Um, oh, he's the, the, the defensive, uh, not specialist, but the, the, he just just left out of Miami. Um, Brian Flores. Brian Flores. Is in uh, Pittsburgh? Yo, tally that one up. Um, be easy. <laughs> Two times. <laughs> if Brian Flores, because you see you didn't know either, but if Brian Flores comes to Carolina, the program changes. If you get D'Amico Ryans, the, the defensive uh, coordinator out in San Fran, and bring him here, the program I you, changes. I'm going to get, though. Uh-huh. Who, 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 I know you've seen reports of who your ownership wants. They had a conversation with it. I don't think that he's a good fit, and who, I don't. Who? Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh. Oh, okay. Is, which one all, is it? It's Jim, because John is in oh, okay. Baltimore. In, so yeah. all I'm hearing, though, is a long, long wish list, Christmas like wish list of demands on what the Panthers need to do from a man that's not even going to be a fan next year. No, no, I'll be a fan unless they do something stupid. Like if they if they hire him and then draft some nobody in the fourth round, no, it's a rap B. I'm literally going to give away everything that I own that is anything synonymous with the Carolina Panthers. Because I the same way that would if we had signed Jimmy G because there were some reports that they're saying Jimmy G and, and D'Amico Ryan should come and say, ah, the, no, no. Emotional, emotional. You can say it, bro. Oh, listen, it's passionate. Man, I know. You know what I mean? Emotional, but at the end of the day, bro, like it, it's, it's, <laughs> it's gonna, reality. I'm going to abandon my team. No, you're not. You love them too much. No. I, I, you abandon. Okay, let's, I let's hate, this hypothetical right here. I hate losing here. more than I like winning, bro. And, and, and to consistently have to deal with that, who's going to just – Enjoy watching a football game, knowing oh my, they about to mess up. They about they pick and lose, right. and the Panthers lose a game and a close one. The cardiac cats. Who's gonna right. consistently put themselves through that, bro? All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm Passion. just saying. All right, all right. So mm-hmm. it's hypothetical, and I'm gonna give you this one. You welcome. You welcome <laughs> early, but a hypothetical team that you gonna that I see should be in a fan of is Jacksonville, of course. Clemson quarterback, Clemson running back as far as from South Carolina. And we know how you feel about the University of South Carolina, but how, uh, you know, how he's performing and stuff like that. So you become a fan of them. They play the Panthers. Who are you rooting for? If I, you mean if I become a Jags fan next year? Yes. And they put it, oh, yes. I'm rooting for the Jags. It's done. I, like I told you, so oh I'd be gosh, easy. I told him last guy, night man. that Cow. if I leave the Carolina Panthers Cow. as a fan, and they win the Super Bowl, I'm not celebrating. Because that's not my team no more. And 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 I, I can't fathom leaving a team, so that's why I'm hoping they just do what they need to do. But ultimately, I'm not also going to, I'm just not going to keep watching football man, being boy. disappointed. I'm not going to keep watching football being upset, seeing you, you, how you, you, they're going to turn to where into trash. You, have, you talk like you're a Jets fan or something. Exactly. To where you have, to where you have gotten to the lowest point of wanting your team to not compete. Yes. Even the way that Pittsburgh looked in the beginning of the year, there was never no no signs from you be easy that you, you know why? like, oh, we need to go ahead and tank. Because they know how to get out of it. This franchise has not displayed that they know how to get out of it. It was just throwing stuff at the wall, I could tell. Just- <laughs> <laughs> bring the rookie. Bring the rookie. Let's, let's bring like that's how they were. But but at the end of the day, you also have six rings to rest on. Because they have shown at, at at some point, no matter how bad it is, you have nah, the belief that, that we can get better because we have done it already. That's me though. They've been calling for Mike Tomlin head. The, the fans of Pittsburgh have been calling for Mike Tomlin heads for six years. Like 
You should see them message boards, man. It's crazy. Re- but but again, they have a reason because they uh, they know what it's like to win. This franchise ain't shown they know how to do nothing, and especially with a new owner who I could just as easily see him taking the franchise out of Charlotte. This man about money. He is a businessman. And so if he feels like it would be a better fit and he would have a better chance to win and make more money by taking the team and moving them to St. Louis, who is starving for another franchise at this point since the Rams left, I could very easily see him taking it and there not being a Carolina Panthers or a Panthers in the league anymore and it being the St. Louis Sand Trappers or something, bruh. So, like, I don't have no respect to this owner. I'm, I'm I'm losing confidence in the franchise as a whole in its ability to be a competent franchise. So, no, I'm not a Jets fan. I'm not a Browns fan. But I am a Carolina Panthers fan who has seen two Super Bowls in his life, both of which we had the competitive nature and skilled players on the field to be able to win, and neither of them, which we did. One of them, we got cheated with the Patriots. The other one, the league but bought us out. It is what it is. But consistently since then, they've been trash, bro. And who wants to continue to support that? Yo, um, how does the playoff picture look? Since uh, we're talking about a team that's not even in the playoffs right now, how does the playoff picture? Hold look? On, how about that? I'm sorry, be easy. Yeah, he, yeah go ahead, go ahead, be easy. What you was about to say, bro? No, I just say you sound like Alex Jones with all these conspiracies. Thank you, bro. Golly, off the Millbergs. <laughs> so, so you don't think the Patriots cheated us in Super Bowl and in Super Bowl in 2004? Cam Newton sacked himself. No, you mean you mean the um the Super Bowl where y'all scored a touchdown and then your um kicker your, kicked your, it out of bounds. Out of bounds. That John one. Casey. Yes. That yes. It, they cheated. So yes. what did they do? Accountability. Yes. Did they they make him kick with no shoe on or something? No, they was like, hey man, go ahead and kick the ball out of bounds real quick. Give Braden Boy a quicker feel real quick. Go ahead and kick the ball out of bounds, but give you a bunch of crunch cake. <laughs> I gotta send you that video. Yeah, okay, listen, got edited, you, bro. Guys. It's not edited. <laughs> it's you know, going this, straight like this right, on the YouTube. No behind bro. the scenes. Because <laughs> what, what normally happens is we just go ahead and edit it out. Nah, ain't no editing. B. Yeah, I mean, we are here. Hit them laughs, man. I, I'm gonna send you a video, high stuff. Of, okay. Uh, what we talking about? Some crunch cake. Okay. Uh, yeah. If great. If you want to, uh, if we want to talk about it really quickly, the it, the NFL playoff picture as currently outlined for Super Bowl LVII in the AFC, uh, the Bills as it currently stands, the Chiefs are the number one seed at thirteen and three because the Bills didn't get their game last night. The Bills are the number two seed at twelve and three. Bengals eleven and four. Uh, Chargers ten and six. Ravens, how are they still in it? The six seed. Ten and six. <laughs> and they gonna win the division? No, 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 no. I'm if, lying. I'm about to say because no. y'all played. I'm about to say y'all played. No, y'all just lost in it. I mean, y'all just beat them, right? Yeah. Okay. And in the hunt in the AFC, the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, the Patriots, and then on the bubble, the Dolphins, Steelers, and the Titans. Teams eliminated it already. Uh, Houston Texans, Chicago Bears, Carolina. Excuse me, we're in there somewhere, but. Arizona Cardinals, Broncos, Colts, Rams, Falcons, Raiders, Panthers currently sitting at the number nine uh, seed in the draft. So we're still top 10. We might can get somebody in the NFC, the playoffs, number one seed for now. Oddly enough, the Philadelphia Eagles, who are on a dummy up slide, boy. Yo, Jalen Hurts, get better soon, bro, because they, they need you out there. It's just saving them, man. They, they know they got. Number one lot so but they don't so. though. If they lose to the Saints, I mean they lost to uh they lost to the Saints. If they lose this week, 
then and the uh, 49ers win, the Niners actually would get that number one seed. And there's still even some scenarios where the Vikings, who are in the third spot right now, could potentially lock up that number one seed as well. So it's it's still anybody's number one in the NFC. But the Eagles won, Niners two, Vikings three, Bucks four, Cowboys five, and Giants at number six. Also in the hunt, the Seattle Seahawks, who for a long time it looked like they were certainly going to get one of those spots. And then the Lions and Packers are still in the hunt as well. So it, it, it's it's wide open for both sides. NFC East with three teams in the mm. in the playoffs. They, yeah. yeah. If, just a couple of years ago, they were the NFC least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So with that being said, we're going to um, move forward, and we appreciate you guys rocking with us. Again, this is Carolina Sports Talk. It's your man, Big Cliff, sitting in with my co-host, my dog, DJ High Star. We got Be Easy from the DJ Blaze Radio Show podcast in here rocking with us. Uh, this is our first live, you not live because y'all not on here listening yet, but it's coming. This is our first video show, our first YouTube show. For those of you listening on the podcast, we appreciate you always for your support. Uh, let's talk a little basketball. And another we... thing about the Panthers. I... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> let's talk a little basketball, man. Your boy, uh, <laughs> yo, what's really good? The Your boy Donovan Mitchell, first of all, dropped 71 points, man. Y'all, yeah. 71. Eight. Say again? 71, 11, and 8. I hear balling. Now, we're going to talk about that in a second, but y'all saw the, uh, the night after. So that happened last night, and then tonight they drug tested him. He got a random pop for the drug test. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, it, it is hilarious how the random drug test policies be like, oh, he hit three home runs. Drug test him. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, now nah, he he's he's the 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 W the WNBA the NBA has solicited him and says typically about four random tests for PEDs are issued through the season and two during the off season, um, and immediately after the game they did it to him. Uh, it's the most points that was scored by an NBA player since anybody know Kobe, Kobe. Mister Kobe Bean Bryant scored his eighty one points against Toronto in two thousand six. I wonder how it was against Jalen Rose. <laughs> Y'all how efficient, um, how efficient uh, Donovan was because mm. Kobe wasn't that efficient. It wasn't, but but it was eighty one. It ain't got to be efficient when you drop an eighty one. They barely won. <laughs> Who cares? What is Kobe? He ain't care about Kobe. Kobe got his rings, but mm. um. <laughs> I can actually check it and look it up, but what well, I guess did, did did either one of you guys um look at the numbers? I mean look at the game, brother? No, no, it's football season. I don't watch basketball during football season. <laughs> at all. There, there ain't no but, basketball turn on until February, bro. Yeah, on a sneak though, Cleveland is number four um in the Eastern Conference. Uh the top three is rounded out by, of course, Milwaukee. Boston at number one, and uh, a surprise to some. Not to others, Brooklyn Nets at number two with a 25 and 12 record. Uh, Boston Don's a 26 and 11 record. And Milwaukee has a 23 and 13 record. So Cleveland, you know, they got, they right up there. <laughs> That's crazy to say, but yeah, they, they, they doing their thing. Um, outside of that though, y'all, while we on the East Coast though, any thoughts? Um, MVP wise with these performances by Embiid's of the world, Jason Tatum's of the world, Kyrie, KD, um, you know, any any mention on was I'm sorry, go ahead because I'm not going to layer it, but go ahead. 
Man. First of all, <laughs> MVP. MVP. I'm working on MVP. MVP talk. If if I if I'm giving the MVP right now, I'm giving it back to Giannis. Um, but to answer real quick your question from a second ago, be easy. Uh, he played. Second. 22 and 34. Yep, 22 or 34, 7 of 15 from the three-point line, eight rebounds, 11 assists, and one block. So that's that's, that's decent. Huh? That's decent. That's decent. Jordan was putting up 30 shots a game, scoring 30 points. So he's put up 34 shots and scored 71. That's crazy. No, no, no. He that's, put up 34 field goals. He put up 49 no. total shots. Uh-huh. Yeah, because in it separated with the field goals and the uh, three points. No total, total. The, the field goals is total, and then they break down the same. Yeah, it's yeah. In there. Put up thirty four total shots, and out of those thirty four shots, whatever amount was three pointers. Yeah. Okay. If you don't add them together, a field goal attempt is a field goal attempt. And right. Break, right. Yeah. Whether it's a two pointer or a three pointer. I'm about to do some math while y'all talking. Go ahead. <laughs> nah, because nah, that, no like, that, that don't sound right to me, and I think y'all wrong. <laughs> but nevertheless, yo, there's been some gargantuan performances by a lot of uh, different players in the league. Um, Lucas said again? Scored, last week, Lucas scored 60. Exactly, exactly. And who did he score it on? Jalen Rose? Uh, <laughs> the Knicks, I think. How many free throws uh, did he shoot? I, I say what? How many? It, it it would depend on how many free throws he shot. Because seven point. <laughs> no, no, I'm just again. This is math at this point. Seven three pointers is twenty one points. If you take those mm. seven out of the twenty two, twenty two minus seven. That's only 44. fifteen. No, no, Wait, no, no. Twenty two minus seven is fifteen. Fifteen times two, because that would say fifteen two pointers. Then that would give me thirty. Take, thirty and twenty one is only fifty one. Because y'all said it's twenty two was the total made shots. But seven of them were three oh, you pointers. Said made. Now I was confused. I thought y'all were saying field goals attempted was thirty four. Yes, and it's, but he so, made twenty two yeah, of thirty four. So he okay, made twenty two total shots according to what y'all say, right? Mm-hmm. So okay, go ahead. Of those twenty two shots, seven were three pointers. That's twenty one okay. points. And then of right the fifteen there. remaining, that's thirty. That's only fifty one points. So he made twenty okay. at the line. Yeah, twenty. He could have. He had a huge game. I hate go ahead, check, go ahead. The, My fault. check the free throw line. Look, yeah. my, look, look, look. No, I'm not even going to get exactly. into it. I had to get it out. I you forgot we're on works. TV Still now. On. Hey, y'all, what's up? Sports talk. Yeah. <laughs> Emotional. Y'all see what we have to deal with. Nah, but. Uh, That's not going to bother me, so, so you can stop of, it when you're yeah, ready. Yeah, Luca, Luca did his thing, you know, stopped it. Because the Knicks, Knicks have been doing eh, pedestrian, but, you know, they've been doing what the Knicks do. Put it like that. Uh, we're 20 and 18, so two games over 500. Which is somewhat of like you know what I mean successful for us, but um, yeah. Who do y'all feel is uh outside of? Oh, you said Giannis. Be easy. Mm-hmm. He was twenty for twenty five from the free throw line. That's what I'm saying. So, so, so he was right. Shout out to my dog. You know what I mean. Matter of fact, <laughs> man, go hey, ahead. <laughs> <laughs> MVP, gentlemen. MVP. Right now, MVP. right now, if I gotta give the MVP to MV- anybody, it's gonna be be easy because my dog know what he's talking about on the basketball tip. Pause. Okay, <laughs> man. I've been doing the stat. So but who you got? MVP? Yeah. 
Even Jordan uh, Poole put up a 40-point game the other day, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So LeBron filling, did, too. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, they've been filling the bucket up. But MVP. Uh, like I said, I haven't been paying attention. It's football season. Okay. <laughs> say less. Say less. Say less. Speaking of LeBron, if y'all want to take a trip to the West Coast real quick. Okay. Then the NBA a bad one on Christmas, too. Because normally I watch the Christmas games. But Christmas was on Sunday. Football. Yeah. Yep. Football. So. Yeah. Shout out. So, yeah, shout out to uh, LeBron. Happy belated birthday, King James. And spent the birthday in the A, in ATL. Then, you know, had a game yesterday evening out here in Charlotte. So, then on the Happy East Coast, uh, bring it. To him. I don't, <laughs> I don't care. care. Good luck. No, literally, I don't really care about but it. He's bought in his birthday and the new year over here on the East Coast, but... Um, you know, the the Lakers, would you guys say that they're trending in the right direction? How are you feeling thus far this season, Cliff? And stop giving that face. We're on the video. <laughs> what face am I giving, bro? The I don't care. I don't care. Good luck face. Is that what I was giving just now? Because 16 and 21, bro, is garbage. I am so sick of missed. Uh, y'all thought I was getting off on the on the Panthers pause. The Lakers, they're at the point where I don't much care about the boy. Like, I'm not going to okay. get emotional less, about then. them. The Golden I'm, State Warriors. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, but, dog, how do you have the league's best home record and then turn around and have the league's worst road, road record? record. In, in regards to the Golden State Warriors. Yeah, to the, to the oh. Warriors, bro. Like, right, I thought you was going to finish and land on the Lakers, though. No, I'm dead really serious. Don't ca- okay, cool. That's, cool. that's them, fine boy. with me. They're trash, Trust man. me, that's fine with me. Yeah, Anthony nah, Davis. Yeah, oh, well, let me sum up on the Lakers. LeBron's old. He just wants records at this point, and he's making his money, and he's trying to get Bronny in the league. Anthony Davis should be uh, filing papers to officially change his name to Mr. Glass, and the rest of the squad is trash. Okay. So let's um, – because, again, <laughs> with the Warriors question, that was – it was more or less rhetorical, but it, it's crazy. It is a, a conversation topic, but eh, it's, 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 it is what it is. They're, they're wilding, and they got the injuries and stuff to deal with. Mid-season job report from both of you boys – as far as expectations to where he's at right now, what are you guys thinking out in Memphis and how they're looking? I like what Jaw is doing. I think that I said it on a show at least over a year and a half ago at this point that I see a lot of Kobe in him. He got that dog. He has that killer instinct that I think as he continues to do, develop as a defender, that he is going to win the Memphis Grizzlies a championship. And okay, that, and be easy. Oh, I'm sorry, bro. You know, that's it. Be easy. I don't know if he's gonna win them a championship, but mm. pockets will be a little lighter in a few months. Lighter, he just, yeah. He just got sued. He's getting sued by a seventeen-year-old because he uh, punched him in the face playing basketball at his house. So sounds like some um, my man that used to my man that used to play for UNC um, with the temper. I forgot his name. Uh, PJ, 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 something. Huh? Oh, you said you at the time. Huh? I, I don't, but you know that's a fine. Wait, be easy though. What did you say? I heard Cliff. What did you <laughs> nah. say? Be easy. <laughs> nah, but it, yeah, um, yeah, it is a fine though, because I can't remember his name. That is a fine. But um, and so okay, let's stay uh as far as with the South Carolina uh, NBA pros. What about the same thing with Zion? Starting with you, be easy. What are you thinking about his performance and how it's indicative of where the Pelicans are? Um, and you know. And it's whole in the whole landscape of the NBA as far as just Zion being healthy and playing. As far as the landscape, they I think they 
if if he can keep keep it up like how he's playing, they'll probably try to make him and uh Ja the uh one two type of face of the uh NBA. the domestic faces of the Yep. Yes, shout out to you in the chat that gave that answer, PJ Harrison. I'll be sending you a donut. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the chat. A certificate from uh, right. TJ Highstar for a free dozen of donuts? Yeah, chat, go ahead and drop some donuts in the chat, y'all. Drop some donuts in the chat. <laughs> Dog, oh, Zion. What about you with Zion? I, I, I love that he's finally playing healthy. I don't know if three and fourteen. By the way, yeah, I don't know if that style is going to win win long term. Got you, especially with what the West is right now and how many other teams are more complete teams. Him and CJ together look good. I I I, got to give it. He he is being dominant, but I feel like he would need to be on another team with more superstars and some shooters. To and what? To to, to win a championship? Um, to real? Oh, okay, okay. I was gonna say to realize his full potential as a, no, because he can he can okay. shine down there for the same way, yeah, same way Anthony Davis did for a lot of years by himself, and then he had Boogie for a little while, and he had like all these other players around him. He's gonna flourish. He'll still develop, but ultimately we play to win the game. So even like no no limit. Um, B Ingram Ingram can't get him there and stuff like that. nah. Even though I, I I like who he's developing into. He's like a uh uh junior version of KD. Yep. Yeah. Mm. Yep. He's the and that, that looks like G Herbo in the face, but <laughs> he actually does. He really does. So I got a big deal or no thing for you guys. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. And it's it's basketball, but it's college basketball. We know that uh Be Easy yourself and I have had the opportunity to interview and interact with uh Gigi down at well before he went down to South Carolina. Big deal or no thing that there are certain reports that have Gigi listed as a lottery pick. And I'll start with you uh, since you're drinking. Be easy. Big deal or no thing that Gigi is a potential lottery pick. It's a big deal for me and you because his father said we were his first interview. Mm-hmm. So that's a deal for me that's and you. That's a big deal. <laughs> I start what you say. Yeah, big deal. Definitely. That's the, a big uh, deal. Outside, outside of um the fact that he's from carolina and also has like we got those three degrees two degrees of separation with the with the gentleman the young gentleman also for the reason that y'all said yeah i'm a rock with it i'm gonna say big deal That's also big deal um yeah because we were his first interview <laughs> yeah. but um now nah, to see what he's doing i was not certain of how i felt when he first um took a when he first took up his uh commitment from chart from the tar heels I was like, I don't know how I feel about this one. But he's out of South Carolina, almost averaging a double-double at this point in the season. He's getting the national attention. USA Today has done articles on him in the last week. Um, U.S. News and World Reports actually did something on him. So he's getting the buzz, and he's getting some attention. And as I mentioned just now, there are some pundits that have him as a lottery top four pick in the NBA draft right now, and he's not even finished with his freshman season. So Either way, the young man is getting ready to make some money. I'm excited to see him. He's developing. He's still being Gigi, though. If you if you guys have seen any of his games, he's still got that big old smile on his face, still being an humble young man, but he's out there having fun while doing it, and, and, and I love to see that for him. So shout out to my dog. Big deal for him. Yeah, definitely. So, again, I mean, that's pretty much going to, like, wrap up the NBA part of everything. Um, and, and kind of what we're discussing, 
Um, again, welcome back uh, to the audience out there. We missed you. Uh, I did want to mention this before I bring up my next question. How did y'all feel about two weeks ago, uh, Christmas Eve, um, because of the day that Christmas falls this year, um, the NFL seemed to grant a lot of the teams and players Christmas off and had a majority of the games on Saturdays. Now, we're used to seeing Saturday games in the past, may have been balanced in the past, more or less, or just, um, you know, tethered to where it's less Saturday games versus the Sunday and your Monday and then you still got the Thursday game. But it was very load heavy on the Saturday games last week on uh, Christmas and stuff like that. You guys, quick thoughts on that? Um, I'm gonna come back to basketball in one second because I want to talk about Trey Hannibal. Oh, but, um, but with the Saturday games, there was one point in in scheduling where it was exclusively for the playoffs, wild card weekend, right? And then it's like, oh well, let's ease one in in week 17 real quick with an 18 game schedule and knowing that. College bat, college football is now gone, and they have those essentially two extra weeks Slots. to play with at this point. Mm-hmm. Why not go get some of that Saturday money? Now, I really wish they had, like, hyped it at the beginning of the season so I could have paid attention and been way more aware of it. Because I was Especially like— Especially fantasy-wise. I got an alert. It's like, set your fantasy lineup for your Saturday <laughs> games. Saturday games? And I'm thinking, if, even if they say that, though, I'm thinking, okay, two to four games. All right, maybe. Nah, you know, it's like six yeah, games. Six games, yeah. <laughs> So overall, I'm a fan of it because anytime we get more football is is good. But like I said, I just wish they had like let us know more about it or it had been more emphasis of it so folks could have been ready for it a bit more. Cool. Be easy. I was ready for it. My oh, team, okay. we won. Pick it, pick it to Pickens. You yeah, know? pick it to Pickens. Pickens. That's going to try to be something. <laughs> they will. I really hope it's not. <laughs> We get one more person, last name with the P. P, and then uh, even with the pick, or you know, if it's something, the, pick it, all or something, yeah, y'all gonna maybe, get the maybe, killer P's now. Pinkney, uh, if it's something crazy, oh man, they could throw Pinkney. They could throw a Mika uh, Fitzpatrick in there, you know. So maybe they can do that. You know what I'm saying? Because y'all have, have a running back, and his name is going to be like Allen. No, they good at running back. Yeah, we good at running back. But I'm just saying, Najee like that though. And we got Harris. No, not Harris. Um, oh, that's a fine. Um, yes. <laughs> other running back, number 30. I can't think of his name right now. But, yeah, he's good. Anyway, so, uh, yeah, I was good. Two things that I want to clean up. One, shout out to Trey. Matter of fact, I'm, I'm, I, I got to give it to him. The Hartsville kid, man. Shout out to Trey Hannibal out at LSU. He is was named the SEC Player of the Week this week. Um, he had the privilege of being coached in high school by uh, Crux Media Brethren. You know what I mean? My guy Yoshi out there. And so he's, he's got players out here doing a thing in college football, in college basketball. So shout out to Trey, who's, again, getting some ball, uh, got some, some good ball skills out there. Shout Balls. out to Trey and him his usage of the uh, transfer portal because he, <laughs> he knows how to use it. No, three. three. No, wait, because so, he left South Carolina and went to mm-hmm. Murray. And they yeah. left Murray and came to LSU. So this is third school, two transfers. Yeah. Yeah. So hey, but guess what? It's working for the kid and he's increasing his draft stock. I've said, I just heard he's gonna um play for Colorado next. So. <laughs> <laughs> he's going with Prime. He's a Louis luggage. That prime guy. Anyway, my bad. And what and so in Big Cliff, because again, I got this question. So you gotta gather yourself. What was the second thing you were gonna say? 
I forgot it because I can't, oh, I can't okay. with the Louis yeah. luggage. Yeah, my bad, my bad. I'm no, sorry. it's all good. It was it a football thing that we missed question. from earlier. Yeah. Ah, I, I did remember. See, look and at He look remembers, me. yeah. Cincinnati. I would never want to play in Cincinnati. Oh, yeah. Let's talk about it real quick. Let's talk about it, how it's haunted, y'all. The Cincinnati. Because you brought it up, uh, the Pittsburgh player. I'm sorry, but you brought that up already. Be easy. But let's go. Ryan, Ryan Shazier. Mm-hmm. Tua Tungo Valoa. Oh, Tua did get hurt. I was going to add. See, we should have asked Be Easy in more of a trivial way. But again, yeah. yeah. No, but yeah. see, I heard it, that this earlier today on uh, Dan Lebatar. That was uh, week four when he got uh, his head hit. Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All in Cincinnati. And I want to say Booger McFarlane was even talking about how he got injured. At, like, bro, I would never. Cincinnati and Charlotte, I'd never want to play in either one of those cities, bro. Charlotte's got the worst. The, we got our feel is trash. And I'm hoping that by the end of the season, excuse me, the Carolina Panthers field is trash. And Thank I'm hoping by, by the end of the season, they have reached a, Thank you. an Thank agreement you. to be able to get Tepper to change it. Because the, the players have been arguing the last two seasons. They're, one of them, uh, Shaq Thompson, even came out in an interview and said, hey, when our last owner was here, we had grass and it, it was not nearly as bad as it was. Um, the Detroit Lions, when they came in there and got thrashed, although granted it was the coldest game in the history of Bank of America Stadium, and so the turf was just unmovable. It was hard as a rock. They weren't able to plant and, and pivot the way they needed to through warmups, and as the game progressed, it got a little bit warmer, and they was able to get better. But when they first got out, got out there, they, were, they said it was unplayable, but that's even regular, that the field has been stiff. Um, you, you got more ankle and soft tissue issues. Than any other stadium in the league is trash, and they need to get rid of that feet, that turf and put some grass out there. Your turf stuff with the chopped up rubber mm-hmm. or whatever. Yep, and, and I understand why that looks better. I understand that it's supposed to be more durable, and but like you said, they got money. Go spend it on that grass and get your get your players what they want, man. So, um, well, don't share it with a, a college team like we do, and they be ragging up y'all field too, boy. And, yeah, so. And they play like the uh, high school, uh, like championships, like the state championships. So like that week, the field is all messed up. But anyway, now see that's one thing I will give Bank of America. They schedule well because there's a lot of stuff that's held there. Um, Republican and Democratic national conventions are held there. They have concerts out there. They do some um, other like like college football had the the, the Mail Bowl is out there every year. All mm-hmm. of that's done after the season. <laughs> And that's another reason why people think, well, they can just move the games back a week. They can't because a lot of these venues are booked with other stuff. And those are now again. Now you're talking about the financial ramifications, millions of dollars associated mm-hmm. with it. So, yeah, my mm-hmm. fault. The high star. Where did you want to go to wrap us up, bro? Yeah, millions of dollars. <laughs> Deposits paid years out and everything. Yeah. Big mm-hmm. facts. Anyways, uh, wanted to. Again, wish you guys a happy new year. You know, a lot of times uh, we make uh, resolutions. Some people are anti-resolutions and stuff. I want to switch it up this year a little bit. Mm-hmm. So I want to propose to you guys or, or ask rather, what are some uh, sports resolutions that you may have? Either one can start. Not everyone at once. I'll let you this go first. Um <laughs> be easy. What's your sports New Year sports resolution? But 2023 for me. Um I want to be all good on the wood at a basketball game. Um and I also want to go to Pittsburgh for a football game. Those mm-hmm. are my resolutions. 
And shout out to you for going uh, to your first yeah. game at all this year. Yeah. Yes. The Steelers took over. I ain't asked you all that. I ain't asking you all. I'm going to say, beautiful night, man. Beautiful. I got a moment. That that's what's up. Any particular uh basketball game, like a South Point game, or mm, you know what I'm saying? What are you talking about? Feet on the wood. <laughs> what are we talking about? Like shout uh, out to the South Point something, huh? I'm talking NBA. Okay. Hornets specifically, or are you gonna go in? No, not Hornets specifically, but gotcha. that's closer. So, you know, maybe there or Atlanta or just wherever, but I wanna be on the wood. Triple referee. Yep. Oh, excuse me. Sorry about that. Waste my drink. Uh, nah, I, I will say Atlanta is a, a nice arena. Washington has a nice one. Um, Charlotte. Charlotte's cool, man. It's it's too expensive for as trash as they are, bro. How, what was trash about them? The team? No, what's trash about the arena? I don't care about the team. They're going to be playing somebody else. No, no. Well, in that instance, then no. The, the arena itself... The Hornets Arena, what is it? Or did it not Time Water anymore? Whatever Spectrum. it is. The Spectrum Center. That counts as well. Every. Yes. No, because Time it used to be the Time Go Water. Ahead, bro. I know, I know. You I'm know. always going to say Staples Center. I'm not saying that other dummy up name. Crypto. You have, you have Spectrum Internet, right? No. Oh, okay. Oh, that's fine for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, we got Corporeum, Diana Rock. But. Uh. The, the the arena it's it's all right it's decent it but like everything costs too much the beers are like sixty seven dollars the, the the little burgers and all of the, like the pizza was like sixteen in real life dollars like sixteen American dollars nah it's I'm nah I'm good on all of that bro to see the Hornets play nah I'm good on all of that bro I did buy a shirt what? though you there to see somebody else. oh well, you a Hornets fan though right no I'm a Lakers fan mm-hmm. very oh relax relax Mr Bubble Jacket don't do that. Too. <laughs> Lakers play. You say who do or when do? That's, go when the Lakers play. So then you wouldn't be going to see the Hornets. You'd be going to see the Lakers. I w- honestly went because the tickets were free, and it was just a sporting event. You know what I mean? So I went to show some love. And I was like, hey, let me get. I'm hungry. Let me get a pizza. Sixteen dollars, sir. Okay, well, let me get a beer. That'd be what was it? Fourteen dollars for the beer. It's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. for a cup, my guy, like a red solo cup. But nonetheless, I mean, uh, that's embellishing. So ask me my sports resolutions. I'm ready. Yeah, yeah. All right, let me get my list together. So first off, now I'm kidding. Now, (laughs) there the physical comedy. Go ahead, bro. Go ahead. Listen, listen. I'm on camera now, bro. We got to get people something to see. Content. Long year. It's gonna be a long year. It it absolutely is. It's the Jordan year. But no, my first one is to put the Carolina Panthers on notice. If they do not do what I feel like is an essential step towards producing a championship for the franchise, I will leave them in fandom. The Los Angeles Lakers are also being put on notice that if they don't get rid of the geriatric squad that we have got, trade LeBron James, I'm just going to start being a... Now that that one, I'm going to be... I don't have any issues with being a Golden State Warriors fan because I already kind of like them boy more anyway. Kobe Bryant, rest in peace, is not a Laker anymore. If them if they don't do right, I'm about to slide. Period. I'm putting all of my sports teams on notice. So that's my my res my sports resolution for the year is to lie. Yeah, my fault. I, like I don't know what it was, but it get the we piece. lie. Um, and we lie, baby. But no, so like that and now y'all hear it, right? The that go to thunder it was the lightning first time. 
I didn't expect uh, I didn't the storm. Um, but I'm also going to support the South Point Stallions and all of their basketball efforts moving forward through the rest of the, the year. Uh, they've got some really exciting matchups throughout the area and throughout the region. Um, I'm also looking forward to supporting the Hartsville. What's Hartsville's mascot? Red Foxes. The Hartsville Red like Foxes. Whispered that in your ear. <laughs> Nobody else heard them but me. <laughs> What's Hartsville's mascot? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, now nah, like I, there's some That's really so really good high school basketball played throughout the state of South Carolina, and we we be easy and myself have the opportunity to um, behold it. For some of you guys who may not know, uh, Carolina Sports Talk Nation, I am the uh, stadium announcer for the Stallions here in Rock Hill. So I'll be covering all of the South Point games. We'll have an opportunity to have both the men and women's head coaches with you guys and some interviews throughout the season. But BZ and myself are also going to be covering some tournaments throughout the year, starting with the MLK Day tournament out in Hartsville. So, again, I just want to be able to watch and witness some really great high school sports and um, bring you guys some of the coverage, man, that you that you want and that you deserve to hear. So those are my definitely my resolutions. What about yourself, bro? That's what's up. Um, I guess one of mine will be to make it back to uh, Fort Dorchester uh, high school football game. Let me sit up real quick. Shout out to my alma mater. <laughs> I've got too much Fort Dorchester paraphernalia, so I got to make it out to one of their games. Um. The other, like, it would be interesting to to catch uh, a courtside NBA game, but I'm not ready for that credit card bill yet. <laughs> um, so I think I, I will make it here live on air this resolution, but I um, will have a goal of going to a professional sporting event outside of the home t- city of Charlotte. Okay. So um, outside of New York with Shea Stadium and Yankee Stadium and Madison Square Garden, I haven't been to too many other arenas for a sporting event. Mm. I got you. Shout out. Hey, Crux Media got us, man. What's up? Well, let's get to yes. the hey. send me Send me to the West Coast. Let's get the Crux credit card and go ahead and make that, make that ride. Yeah, you'd be in jail too. <laughs> <laughs> well, fellas. I, in the- <laughs> say it again. Because media is in the red. <laughs> well, if you need your podcast built together, come on, holler at us because we can get about this red. But now, nah, fellas, I absolutely appreciate y'all joining us on our first recorded show, our first show of the new year, 2023, man. We got some big things planned for you guys, as I mentioned. A whole lot of surprises, a whole lot of great guests. We definitely want to hear from you. So make sure you're hitting us up and let us know what it is that you want to see, what you want to hear, and we're going to get it together for you. So before we get out of here, be easy. Anything you want to highlight to people? man uh just thank y'all for having me um find me every monday on uh the dj blaze radio show podcast and uh on social media preacher underscore bp and it is not clean <laughs> where can they find the dj blaze radio show podcast everywhere you get your podcast for, for the free ski yes sir everywhere high star anything you want to highlight yeah. to people bro first off i do want to again thank you Big thank you to Be Easy for joining us today. Um, and I do want to take this time because I don't know if she listens or not, Be Easy, but I'll go ahead and semi-shoot my shot now. Mm. But Amy, I'm on your bumper. I'm on your bumper. <laughs> okay. You can please play this clip for her, Be Easy. Right, Amy? I'm on your bumper, baby. Pull up but, um, on me. So, yeah, the second, the second thing is... <laughs> Shout out because we don't do it too much anymore. Uh, like with nothing to do with sports, but 
Bucky's out in Florence. I got my first Bucky's experience. Whoa, whoa, to- whoa, whoa, whoa. So you came to Florence with the Bucky's and you highlight your boy? I was DJing that evening. And so after the DJ gig, I just stopped and I stopped. And then, and uh, to be honest, bro, I don't know. Like, first of all, you, I'll be thinking <laughs> that you got two spots in Columbia and in Florence. And then I think that uh, Kane got a spot in, Sh- in Charleston somewhere still in a spot in Columbia. But I don't be trying to pocket watch brothers. I just be, I let y'all do y'all thing. You know what I'm saying? I try to respect your, your, your distance and everything like that. You know what I mean? So I wasn't gonna hit you. You wasn't the first person I thought about. I did think that, like, yo, Amy stays in Florence. I did. Uh, <laughs> like, not, not <laughs> what, what did you get from Bucky's? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I I did. Uh, I got the the. Uh, sorry, Big Cliff. Yeah, but I got I got the sliced brisket versus the chopped up brisket. The sliced brisket is the little bit cheaper one, but it's it's, it's yeah, man. The way it's it's a whole system out there. Is so. it like that though? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I like the slice bit a little better than the chop because it's they don't put as much sauce on that Jones. So right, right, and and Big Cliff, I'm sorry because I know you don't partake in the. No, I'm Gucci. Oh, this? the red meat anymore. But then they also mm-hmm. have a whole. They have a. I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm, yeah, you're right. It is red meat. Go ahead. I was yeah, gonna say, but shout meat. out to their whole like what is that uh, like a dried meat section? Like you know how jerky is. You know, say again. They got the jerky over there. Right, of course, all of the jerky, but then there's also other dried things like paws, you know, your links and, and things of that nature. And do, just do they have like some turkey or meat. chicken or any of those, any of the white yeah, yeah, yeah. types? No, no, with the jerky, as far as the jerky, definitely got your turkey jerky out there. You got the jerky goes crazy. They got they got a whole situation, a whole section for that. Yeah, but this is literally the Costco or sam's club of gas stations like they have like 40 like i i, I put my money on pump 42 you know what i'm saying <laughs> they got yeah. over 100 pumps bro that that just to me seems like and too shopping much. carts like how many grocery like how many like are there like multiple i guess they would have to be for 100 gas stations they got like different checkout places and all of that stuff for the they got like the whole system yeah yeah and see, I meant to when we came out there to celebrate the uh, was it the twelfth, thirteenth anniversary for y'all? Eleventh, eleventh anniversary for the DJ Blaze Radio Show and the live show. Um, I was out there and I was like, "Yo, I gotta I stop at Bucky's." Bucky's, yeah. I and kept it pushing. <laughs> he was ready to get back. I yeah, should have sent for some though. Wait, now if you're not really like going down ninety five, it's kind of out your way, right? Okay. Like where where I was, it, we sacrificed ten or fifteen minutes to mm. go and to stop there because like he's saying it's like if you were going up towards up north you know what i mean so if you're not going in that direction it's the literally the last like they kind of they got myrtle beach mur- uh paraphernalia or whatever like that in there the exit sign is the myrtle beach exit sign pretty much is it like a florence exit so it's like an attraction kind of like how south of the border used to be back oh in the yes day. oh yes i mean but it's not lit well, up it, and marketed as south of the border was but yeah bucky's is just the institution though because they have plenty of them up in like in the texas area and the florida area another one in nebraska too yeah okay yeah is it something that you would say is worth the trip to go and check out or i would ride i would take the ride <laughs> how, how hey watch this how far is it from hartsville Marsville, mm, about forty-five minutes. All right, yeah, about, no, but no, 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 the, about thirty minutes. About thirty minutes. Thirty minutes is nothing. I, I, I'll sneeze I'll thirty say, minutes. To enjoy yourself as well. To enjoy yourself, bring you about. 
what you would say be easy about 80 of them smackaroos 60 of them things if you're from out of town bro if you're from out of town you gotta understand souvenirs you're not there all the you're not there every day well i mean if you're gonna get like souvenirs and all of that and the spices and the rubs come on now sauces I i don't do all that i just get the sandwiches i get uh I get some cookies sometimes. I get uh, the right there. Yeah. Cinnamon roasted nuts. I get uh, I get, I get um, <laughs> the beaver nuggets. Now they got the sweet whoa, beaver nuggets. Whoa, whoa. Uh, beaver nuggets, my guy. Like a yeah. uh, a like snack, a popcorn, like a cheese yeah. curd or something. Oh, I thought it was actual like beaver meat, bro. I was yeah. fitness. Yo, hey. Because their mascot is a is a beaver named Bucky, yeah. so it's they got the white cheddar beaver nuggets, and then they got the sweet ones, and all of, they got a lot of stuff in there, man. They got a lot of stuff in there. Y'all, we so. got to get out of here, but I do got to ask y'all real quick. <laughs> we got to go to Bucky's, y'all. Sorry, Listen, y'all. we do, but I got to ask y'all, and this will be the last question before we slide. Thoughts on the Washington mascot, Tutty. Major Tutty? Have you seen it? Be easy. Yeah, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. At first, I was like, well. It should have been something military, but then I looked at him. He has like the military helmet on, and then the name Tutty. I've just recently heard people call a touchdown a Tutty. Right, it's, but it's, it's a, cool. Okay, but uh, so it's cool. That's your opinion. Okay, high star. What me do you and, say? Yeah, me and Emmett Smith over here are clearly twins because <laughs> I said the exact same thing that he just said about all of that. <laughs> I think I might have made a ham joke last night as well, but yeah, it 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 looks. It looks Looney Tunish. It, it it maybe like the name was supposed to grow on us. Perhaps the logo is as well. This is tough. This is tough. Like you know, I can remember Raptors and 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 the Grizzlies in those days. I can remember the Panthers and the Jaguars, and it was kind of easier to adjust to those. This is a switch. So well, you know, like yeah, yeah, yeah. This is different. I could because you can remember the Supersonics turning into. Um, you know, the, the thunder mm-hmm. or the hornets turn into the bobcats to, just to turn back into the, the you know, the hornets this, again. <laughs> this like it, the W was cool. The the whole I don't know if y'all remember that show coach back in the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what the W reminds me of. Standard football, military style, family, whatever. W cool. But now to add in this jokey look like he sell relish. <laughs> put this. Slap this on a pickle jar. I think they did the hog for the previous team, you know, the previous mascot, because the people that used to be in the stands, they used to be the hog. Yeah, you know, yeah, the, right. Yeah. I remember that. that That's for a that. good point. Like a, yeah, like an ode yeah. to them. The older, but I think it's the hog mollies of the nineties. I see, I see, it and I see where you was reaching for, but it's why. Oh, you gotta be a little bit closer than that. Like, dog, this was an L, bro. But I would have had like a warthog. I would have had like something aggressive, and yeah. The only thing that that's the only reason it could have been that hog, yeah. because of of that you know that little because mm-hmm. just like with uh with Cleveland, they the, the dogs. It's not a dog, but it's just that they just have the dog pound. So if they had like right. a dog mascot, you can see. But I think they should have just had him be like a military dude, a regular, yeah, 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 yeah. as opposed to a jokey Looney Tune pig, bro. <laughs> Commander Cash Cow or something, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm Major Tutty. <laughs> yeah, I like Major Tutty though. I like that name though. Why? Like that. That's whack. Oh, the whole thing is a fail for me. Like Major is military, and Tutty really is a touchdown. 
I got one That's last a whole thing lot of explanations. Before we close bro. everything out, I got one last thing to say before we close everything out. Go ahead, bro. <laughs> As always, we want to thank you for tuning in to Carolina Sports Talk. Make sure you hit us up on Fence Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, all of that at Carolina Sports Talk. It's your man, Big Cliff. We appreciate you tuning in. Until next time, peace. That ain't no thing. You ain't got the answers, man. You ain't got the answers. You ain't got the answers.